0: to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio, president and founder of Mercurio Wealth Advisors.
1: How would you like to model your retirement plan after a thousand successful retirees that have gone before you?
0: Let's get started building your game plan for retirement with the man known as Louisville's retirement coach, Alan Mercurio.
2: And welcome once again. How's your Sunday going? Good to have you here. This is the show that talks a little bit about you, your money, your future, the questions that you have. Am I doing enough? Am I saving enough? Am I putting my money in the right places? Well, we try to answer those questions right here. And maybe when you look at the financial news and go, holy cow, the market went up 400 points what's going on there and now what's my balance look like and hey i'm looking pretty good well i can go the other way too we talk about that a lot here on this show and that's going to be one of our first things we talk about today alan how are you doing today i'm doing great randy how are you good good feeling pretty good and uh still a lot of cold weather a lot of rainy weather a lot of just you know this is that kind of come on spring exactly <laughs> like, come on i'm telling you all the the rivers all the lakes are just uh overflowing oh i know it I know it. I mean is this this that time of year I mean you go do you go out in the boat much this time of year? No, not not, not normally, but I mean heck we can't even get to it now because the dock is completely uh, disconnected
1: from shore. Right, so. right. Okay. They, they actually closed it down a week or so ago and said, you know, we don't even want you coming down the 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 road to to leads to the dock because it's Definitely gonna end up in water.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, this time of year when everybody just kind of goes south, I guess, if they want to get to some warmer weather. They're gonna to have to do that, that's for sure. Well, speaking of going south, uh there's some stories that are coming out of the financial news that when you hear them you go, Holy cow, what do I do about that? And, I mean, these are from some pretty big names that came out this past week. Vanguard, which we all know, and Morningstar, which you've probably heard of. So here's how it goes. Uh, If you were to ask the people from Vanguard five years ago, what do you think the market's going to do for the next 10 years? And they would say it's going to return about an average of 8%. That doesn't mean it's going to be 8% every year, but overall, 8% on your money. Right. Now, this past week, they said, we're going to readjust that. The next 10 years, we now think maybe 5%. That doesn't sound good. And then the people from Morningstar, right in back of them said, if you put money in stocks over the next 10 years, you can expect returns of less than 2% per year. So, Alan, that doesn't sound so good. I don't know that retirees can do it on 2% per year. 5% is kind of close, what do you think about this? Are we looking for 10 years versus another lost decade here? What you do you know, think? I mean, I, I don't think so. I mean, what we
1: see is a little bit different stuff shaping up. I mean, if you look at the uh, overall items or indicators that we tend to look at, like employment is one of them. I and mean, employment right now is hovering at about 4%. That's good. It's lowest lowest it's been since 2000. Yeah. So that's technically, that means we're really near full employment in the U.S. Right. And it's, again, the first time since 2000 that that's happened. Investor confidence is another one that we look at. It's Right now, it's at 69%. Mm-hmm. So that's the highest it's been since 2002.
2: Feeling good, so, yeah. So
1: we're, we're seeing a lot of confidence in the market. We're seeing, you know, everybody, or a lot of people have gone back to work. Uh, so those are things. But now there are some indicators that are also showing some signs of a potential bear market. So I do think that over the next couple of years, it's going to be a little bit harder to get that rate of return. That's why we're tending to focus, people back on income-driven investments. I mean, there are some good stocks out there, good exchange-traded funds and mutual funds that pay good dividends. Mm-hmm. So even if you get a 2% growth rate, meaning your stock price goes from $10 to $12, uh, well, that's a 20%, but $10 to, you know say eleven fifty or whatever, whatever the number is, if it goes up 2%, then, okay, so you got a, a good 2% growth on that. But if you buy the stock that has a 5% dividend, for instance then you're getting paid to own that stock. So I think that they're having that mentality where you're shifting from that growth mentality that most everybody has kind of driven their portfolios with over the years, also back to more of an income-driven philosophy where you're buying things that create income for you, like the stocks or mutual funds, like I said. I think that's a better choice over the next couple of sectors of the market anyway over the next maybe year or so let's see how that works
2: it's just a readjustment because over the years we've heard so much of you know you put your money in the market and in eight years it'll double you know you Mm -hmm, you hear all that stuff and and that's not what we're hearing anymore so if you're in your late 50s or early 60s the one thing that you cannot control is what the market's going to do on the day that you retire and what it's going to do for the next five ten years we know we're going to be in for drops we don't want to be in for one of these lost decades but if we do boy you should be looking at your financial advisor and say what if what if what if and there should be some answers coming back alan
1: yeah, and I think that uh, one of the opportunities that everybody has right now with this recent drive up uh, in the market since January 1st through now, we've had this, you know, momentum building back up where we lost 16% in the last quarter of last year. Now we've seen a, you know, a good resurgence back into the market, so we've seen the market grow since then. So now that your accounts have rebounded from that possible low in December, Now's a great opportunity for you to readjust that risk number, readjust where you really are. If you're 55, 60 years old, getting ready to retire, looking at retirement kind of at the end of the tunnel now, it's time to get that risk number assessed properly. There's a great tool on our website. You can go to MercurioAdvisors.com or Louisville's Retirement Coach.com. Scroll down about halfway or three-quarters of the way on the first page, and there's a blue section there, a light blue section that says, what's your risk number? You click on that button. It's going to walk you through about five or six different questions, and it's going to shoot out a number and tell you what your risk number is. And then we can have a conversation. Are you currently there? We can upload your portfolio, or we can show you how to do that and find out, are you matching those numbers?
2: Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense if you're a 32 on a scale of one to 100 and your your money is at a, a 75. That doesn't make any sense at all. And and you do find that a lot when people come in, when you make a first assessment, don't you?
1: We find that all the time. And that's I think that's the challenge over the last 10 years when the market has been so strong, people have gradually increased their risk over each year as they meet with their advisory team or whatever. They've increased that risk. And now they've got to a 75 and 80 percent number on this scale that you're talking about. And that's really too high. I mean, if you're if you're like I said, sixty five or sixty years old, getting ready to retire, and your numbers above seventy, you're that's really kind of rolling the dice. Mm-hmm. You're taking some risk there.
2: So that's one of the things that we want to do with what we offer you on the radio here is the Retirement Three Hundred and Sixty Scorecard. This is a review, and one of the first things it does is. Uh, You talk about having a stress test of your money. What happens if the market goes down? Where does that put you? And that really is what you're talking about here, isn't it, Alan? Finding the risk that's associated with your money.
1: Yeah, because, again, knowing that, it it puts you in a better position to make those decisions. So if you've got a, let's say your risk number is in the 70s, mid-75 or something like that and the market does what it did in December, then you have to be willing to see your portfolio drop possibly 15, 16, 17% because you're really taking on all the risk of the stock market. Now, most people we talk to, Randy, don't want to do that. Most right. people are, again, as they're getting closer to retirement, they want to pull back a little bit. Maybe they want to be on that scale, maybe at a 50 or a, you know, a 45 or something where they're, they're not taking as much risk. Now, there's some givebacks when you don't take as much risk. Obviously, you're not going to get those type of returns when the market's real strong, but you're also not going to go way down in that valley. And that's where a lot of people are trying to stay out of that valley. I mean, we went down in that valley in 2008. We saw people go down in it in 2001 and 2002. And that's just not where you want to be right before you get ready to retire.
2: Well, yeah, imagine that. Let's just say that. Put that, that in your position right now. You retire in the year 2000 and everything looks really rosy because the 90s were very good to us. And then 2001 happens and you have the big dot-com pullback and you have all your money at market risk. And instead of a million dollars, now you've got $500,000. Well, then you build it back up again. And then 2008 happens and then down she goes again. And now that million dollars that you had maybe is $200,000. And now you're looking at the next 20 to 25 years of retirement. And instead of a million dollars, you've got 200000 And you come to a financial advisor and you go, what do I do? And and by that time, Alan, it's it's kind of too late, isn't it? I mean, infor-
1: unfortunately, we've had that conversation with a number of people that went through exactly that scenario. Where wow. They, you know, they had they retired early or retired in ninety nine or two thousand, maybe two thousand one. They had that socks knocked off the first couple of years of retirement. Then they rebuilt it back up and then they had two thousand eight come in and again and knock them out again usually that, that that's the point where they say well I just got out and I never got back in and now they've just kind of the last 8 or 10 years have just been kind of getting you know, modest returns, two or three percent, and and now they don't have enough money to retire on. And it's it's a sad story, and it comes around a lot of times. If you're in that position, one of the things that I would suggest you do is go through our process to get the scorecard and find out what your chances of retirement are going to be. That's what this process is designed for, is really to help you assess your current situation.
2: Everybody wants to retire from work Nobody wants to go back to work. And that's what we're looking at with these scenarios that we're just talking about there. If that were to happen to you, if, if we have another, you know, 2000, you know, we've, we just had a big run up on the market over the last eight, nine, 10 years. And maybe that's you. And you're looking at right on the edge of retirement now don't be that person who gets caught by that market that goes down. Uh, That is a bad position to be in. So let's get an assessment of where you are right now and let's get a real good look at that risk level. And if there's something that we need to do, some tweaks that we need to make, and maybe you say, all right, I've worked my whole life for this. Let's pull back all the risk on two thirds of my money and and leave one third of my money market-driven. Okay, but that's the discussion that you should be having right now. Alan, it's a three-point process that we go through with a Retirement 360 scorecard. Go through that for us. Three easy
1: steps, folks. Basically, what you're going to do is we're going to, you're going to give us some information or loan us some information that you currently have, where your investments are. We're going to run a free stress test on your portfolio to see how it's going to hold up to these market challenges that we're potentially going to have. We'll also do what's called an income analysis. Where is your income going to be generated from when you retire? Do you have some kind of resources that's going to generate guaranteed or reliable sustainable income sources that's what we were looking for and then finally we're going to look at your current plan and really give you a score are you going to succeed meaning are you going to still have money left at age 95 or age 100 or are you going to run out somewhere in between that's what you really want to know and all of that is complimentary just for calling into the show here
2: and here's the number it's 253-9366 give us a call right now and say i want the scorecard okay 253-9366. You can look us up online. Please do. It's com. But 253-9366 and just ask for the scorecard. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about uh, something that's gone obsolete and then ask you, is your financial plan obsolete? That's next on Retirement 360.
0: When it comes to the stock market, who can figure that out? When it's good news, it goes down. When there's bad news, it goes up. Maybe there's a lesson here. Stop worrying about it. Stop trying to understand it. Develop a plan for it. No matter what the market is doing, my friends at Mercurial Wealth Advisors can help. Their Retirement 360 game plan is designed to answer some big questions. Social security isn't enough. How do I build more income? What if the market dives? What if I get sick? How do I protect my money? If you are unsure about how or if you're doing everything you can to prepare for your retirement, call Mercurio Wealth Advisors and ask for your complimentary Retirement 360 Game Plan, or just call 502-253-9366 today. Ask for your complimentary Retirement 360 Game Plan. That's 502-253-9366, or go online at Louisville's Retirement Coach.com.
2: And welcome back to the Retirement 360 radio show with Alan Mercurio. My name is Randy Cook here each week with Alan as we go through some of the concerns that you probably have about you, your future and your money and get you a little information. If we're armed with information, it does help us make better decisions. And Alan, uh, you have a couple of uh, dinner seminars coming up over at Ruth Chris. Buy you a nice dinner and sit down and get some information uh, the taxes that are going on right now, I can tell you, I, we did our taxes last weekend and I, all I keep hearing in the news is I'm not getting back as much refund as I did last year. Okay. Well, I'm a guy who writes the check. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm paying and I found out my wife and I are going to pay half what we paid oh, wow. last year. Nice. So I'm really nice happy about that. I mean, I know I'm writing a check, but it's half what I had to write last year. Yeah. So that's a good story. And I know that, that everybody's kind of wondering, how are these new tax laws going to affect me? So that's one of the things that you talk about at the seminars.
1: It absolutely is. That's actually one of the things that we start off with because it's, we've, you know, there's no secret we've been doing this over, well, we started like in September, I guess the last year, doing the tax workshops over at L, and was able to really, Get a lot of people up to speed on where this was going. Your results don't surprise me. I mean, we have a lot of uh, had had a lot of people say that they are paying a lot less in taxes, Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's um, that's good that it's worked out for you guys like that as well. Uh, And I think that's what you're going to find. Most people are going to find this, uh, that right now we have an opportunity. And the seminar that we do over at Ruth Chris is really a a way for you to kind of get your feet wet and find out a little bit more about this. Now, we're not going to go into all the stuff that we go into at our tax class over at UofL, but we will go into part of why it's important for you to start looking at this and to take advantage over the next three to five years of of maybe reducing your taxes going forward. It may make a huge difference for you Uh, when you actually retire or if you're already in retirement.
2: There's so much focus of everybody on investments, investments, investments. Well, what if it wasn't, I mean, certainly you want to focus on investments, but what if you focused on your tax picture and you could put more money in your pocket that way? Same deal. So here you go. Ruth Chris Steakhouse on March the 5th and the 7th. Those dates are available to you. You can register online or you can give us a call right now. It's 253-9366. Tell us you're interested in going to Ruth Chris Steakhouse to the seminar. 253-9366 or online at Louisville's Retirement com.
1: Let me add something to Randy because you just made a good point and I want to make sure that people Catch this is that if you've been doing something for a long period of time, you kind of get used to doing it. And we just had a fellow come in, him and his wife come in last week. Uh, Troy actually met with him, and we were talking about his scenario and everything. We went through his reports, his scorecard, and that when we were going through a scorecard before Troy presented it to him, we actually looked at it, and, and Troy said, You know, I don't see that we can add a whole lot here. And I said, you know, you're right. It looks like they've done a great job as far as managing their accounts. They've grown them really well over the years. They're taking money out. He's over 70 years old. So they're taking money out now with required minimum distributions. I said, the thing that we would have to share with this gentleman and his wife is that he can keep on doing exactly what he's done over the last 20 years and he's probably going to be okay. Mm -hmm. If he wants to change the direction of the taxes going forward for his himself or for his kids or grandkids then we can probably add a lot of value in other words i mean he could stay with his his current advisor continue doing what he's doing Mm -hmm. everything's going to probably work out now his kids and grandkids are probably going to pay a lot more in taxes by doing it that way but if he doesn't care about that that's okay but if if he wants to change that direction that's where we add value so that's not only the the management of the investments that we focus on it's all the other stuff it's the taxes it's the estate plan it's all of that that brings it all together that 360 review of your total portfolio you know people get hung up on uh, an investment advisor only talking about investments well that's you said some we're gonna talk about some obsolete stuff well that's kind of obsolete yep. you don't do that anymore you gotta yep. you gotta bring in the whole picture
2: we talked about that last week when we uh introduced you to chumley from pawn stars and he was all interested in doubling his money and bubbling his money up and flipping his money and do it all it was all about the investment there right. there's more to financial planning and retirement planning than just moving the money up another percentage point there can be ways to put money to your bottom line with all the things that alan outlined here and that's what it is really to build a financial plan what we call the retirement 360 game plan and that is certainly going to be a part of the seminars the dinner seminars at Ruth Chris again March the 5th and the 7th 253-9366 is our number. All right, so you, you teased us a little bit there. What is obsolete? Well, it was 37 years ago this week that the music industry, Sony, actually showed us a brand new way we could listen to music.
1: The ultimate in recorded sound. It will make all conventional disc and cassette systems obsolete. And it's
2: called the Compact Disc. The Compact Disc. Yes, indeed. 1982. And now go out and try to find some Compact discs. It's really hard. <laughs> it really is. It's because now we get our music online. We stream. We have Spotify. We, we just have different ways of listening to music now. And it's not necessarily the CD. So that brings up this point, Ellen. When you sit down with somebody, they may have a nice little leather-bound binder with a lot of great pie charts and bar graphs and colors in it. But is it obsolete? Is it do you find this many times that it's not only is it obsolete with the strategy, but because their life has changed, it's become obsolete?
1: Well, and I think that's a good point. I mean, that's that's always changing. Life is always changing. Money's always flowing. That's just always the, the case. And I think that the, the, my answer to you is, yes, we find that all the time, as we see people that are doing exactly what we just talked about, they're meeting with their advisor, they've met with the same advisory team for the last 20 or 25 years. And I get the whole fact that you're comfortable with them. But the world has changed. And it's no longer about just the rate of return that you're getting on your investments. Yes, it's nice to get a seven to 10 to whatever rate of return that you, you get but if it's all about keeping as much of it as you can if you're not keeping it then it's not you're not really getting it so the whole idea is how do we keep it in our personal economy and not give it to somebody else so you know i've made a list here of some things that i think that that are that are out and new things that are in you're, you know if you look at it from a business standpoint pensions are definitely out mm-hmm. pensions have been drifting out over the last 10 years and now there's there's very few out there that's offered what's actually in right now are these annuities these things that people just talk about that they don't like we just did a webinar on this past week annuities 101 is what i called it was really just trying to figure out what are these tools that people don't like and why don't they like them and what are the good things about them so pensions are out annuities are in mutual funds are in my opinion, are out because mutual funds are those investments, those pooled investments. They charge you a big fee to get in them most of the time. Then they charge you a fee to stay in them, and there's no personal attention to it. Managed accounts are in. These are the accounts that people are actively meeting with their advisor and really actively managing their money. It's not just in a pool of uh, money with a, a bunch of other people they don't know commissions commissions are out i mean this is a you know if you look at the industry as a whole it's really moving away from commissions and transaction driven planning where you used to work with your stockbroker and they charge you a fee to buy xyz stock and then to sell xyz stock they charge you another fee now it's all about advisory fees now you're paying a fee and your advisor is actually sharing in the the growth of your account so they're they they have the same or should have the same goals that you have they want your money to grow they want your money to stay steady they don't want your money to be going the other direction so they have the same plan and then i guess the last one i wrote down was buy and hope is out i mean people yeah. used to buy and hold on to their their investments forever and it still has worked in some cases so there's somebody out there listening and saying hey it still works for me but and i, and I get it but it we changed that strategy to the buy and hope strategy last in the last couple of years as people were just hoping that it worked planning is definitely and we talk about planning all the time here on the show and i think that that's the main thing that people are really getting finally is that hey i got a plan for this and i got there's there's too many moving parts here so i got to make sure that somebody's on top of all of them
2: you know it, it is interesting when we talk about the word obsolete obsolete means something that you probably don't use anymore you don't hear about anymore it's just kind of forgotten but at the same time alan in the financial industry You will still hear people say, well, the 4% rule applies or hang in there. The market will come back or, you know, all these different things that you still hear and they're still using, but they may be obsolete. There are still some people that are doing use. I love buy and hope. Buy and hold is another one that, that people, you know, you hear Warren Buffett talk about buy a stock, keep it for 30 years. You know, there's still people out espouting some of those kind of things but in certain ways, some of that's obsolete too. Yeah,
1: can I I mean can I add that I mean if you've got the money that Warren Buffett has, you can buy and you can hold and and if it you know if it never comes back it's not gonna bother you too much. Right. But I mean, you know, people you know in our community here that retired from General Electric or retired from Ford, they're seeing what that stock has done. I mean, it's 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 definitely had its heyday. But it's not in it right now, mm-hmm. so the that's the strategy or the challenge with you. You buy the stock, you hold on to it for all these years. The ch- the company itself changes and sells off divisions and tries to do stuff. And The is actually coming back a little bit now. But if you pinned your whole retirement on the value of the, that stock, then it's probably a, a lot different looking retirement now than it was twenty years from ago.
2: Well, we asked as we started this segment, we said, "Is your financial plan obsolete?" So maybe you've got one. Maybe you sat down with an advisor. Maybe you're working with an advisor right now and you haven't heard from that guy or gal for you know a year or two. You haven't had any reason to. Or maybe you called and they didn't call you back. Well, let's get a look at where you are right now and maybe some of the things that Alan's talking about. Maybe your retirement portfolio is full of things that could be updated. They could be better. There could be, if we're headed for another 10-year lost decade, How does that perform what you have in that portfolio right now? So what we would like to do is offer you our 360 scorecard, which is an assessment of where you are right now. Alan, tell them about that process.
1: The process is easy, folks. It's a three-step process. We're going to first run a stress test on your portfolio, see how it's going to hold up to market challenges like we had in the last quarter of last year. Then we're going to do an income analysis, find out where your income is coming from. Do you have one of those pensions? Do you have some of those annuities? Where is that money going to come from? Is it from reliable, sustainable sources? And then finally, we're going to actually look at your current investment strategy and find out, you know, from our results in advanced planning, is it going to succeed under your current strategy? Are you going to still have money left over at age 95 or age 100? Or are you going to fall short somewhere in between? That's what the whole purpose of the plan is is to find out are you on track and if it puts you on track that's great you know that's the thing i think that we want to talk about here is make sure that you're you're trusting your current advisory team but also make sure you verify that it's going to work and that's what we're doing here
2: here's our number it's 253-9366 let's get a good look at where you are right now get an assessment what if you stay on the same road that you're on right now where does it get you and does that mean that your money is going to last till 75 85 95 100 wouldn't you like to know that that's what we can help you with with our scorecard all you have to do is give us a call it's free to you no obligation 253-9366 ask for the scorecard 253 253- nine three six six ask for the scorecard you can find us online at com. well if you want to know about retirement why don't you ask some people who are in retirement we've got a list of retirement killers things that we want to avoid that's our next segment coming up on retirement 360 Have you ever walked
0: into a furniture store only to have a salesperson follow you around like they're hovering waiting to pounce on you and your wallet? Well, it seems like the financial industry can do the same thing. You get in your mid-50s and there's a long line of people waiting to buy you a steak dinner so they can pounce on your 401k. Now, my friends at Mercurio Wealth Advisors don't like that model. For over 30 years, they have looked at their clients as friends and partners, not a one-time sales opportunity. Good financial planning starts with having an understanding of who you are and what your dreams are in retirement. Why not talk to a group that is more interested in closing the gaps in your retirement income rather than closing a deal? Just call 502-253-9366 today. Ask for your complimentary Retirement 360 game plan. That's 502 253 9366 or online at Louisville's Retirement
2: Mercurio Insurance Services is a financial services firm that offers a broad array of products and services, including insurance and annuities, licensed in Kentucky and Indiana. Welcome back to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio at Mercurio Wealth Advisors. A wolf there for your Sunday morning. And we are here each Sunday morning talking about you and your future and your money and maybe some of the questions that you have. If you want to ask some of those questions, you want to say, hey, um, what do I do with this 401k? Or I'm getting to be 58, 59 years old. I've heard that you can transfer some of that money without taxes and penalty at 59 and a half how does that work if you just have questions give us a call it's 253-9366 and ask us for that retirement 360 scorecard we'll get you a review and see if we can help you out there. All right, Alan, uh, there was a story uh, here from the RAND Corporation, a survey, and they asked retirees, what went wrong? What what, what did you do wrong that you, if you had it to do all over again, what would it be? And they came up with nine or 10 of these, some of the Mm -hmm. biggest causes of financial headaches and retirement killers. And the number one on the list here is the reason we have this show, no financial literacy. I didn't know what I was getting into.
1: Exactly, and we've- we have really built our show, our 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 whole company really on financial literacy, on the focus on education. I mean, that's why our partnership with U of L works so well because we can go over to U of L, we can hold a retirement class, you know, a two night class that we fill up, because people are trying to find out what they don't know, they're trying to figure out the questions to ask in most cases, and that's I think that's a big challenge. Is a lot of people just don't know what questions mm-hmm. to ask or where to. Were to change this. I mean, you. I said it in the last segment, I mean, we've been doing something for 30 years, you kind of get stuck in a rut, and you'd believe that that's the only way I, need, I can do it. But things do change, things do become obsolete. So you do have to make some adjustments to things. And that's why we we focus our attention on the education part of it. Because if you, you know, if you go back and you think about over the last 30 years, you've been saving this money, nobody's been talking to you about how do you get it out of these vehicles and right. that's that's a big challenge now with the uh, you know tax laws changing and everything else it's it's a we actually have an opportunity maybe to reduce the taxes on it so let's let's do it. Let's not give it all to Uncle Sam.
2: So number one, get more information. Get some education before you go into retirement. That's why we have the show. You can give Alan a call and we can sit down and answer your questions. Number two is being struck by poor health. Something happened along the way. I thought I was going to work till 65 or 67 and then I got sick or my wife got sick. That's not uncommon, is it, Alan?
1: It's not. And if you build your plan with that in mind, then your plan should be able to sustain that. So the uh, reports by Fidelity, this is a bit going on two years ago now, said that if you're a 65-year-old couple and uh, retired, then you can plan to spend about $250,000 in your lifetime, in your remaining lifetime after age 65, on health care. Wow. And that's not long-term care. That's just your health care. So – You have to plan for that. You have to make sure that you're designating assets for that. People say, well, how do you do that, Alan? I don't want to take my money out of the market. Well, you might not have to take it out of the market. You might just want to make sure that you have resources that you know that – at a at a pinch or in a pinch you can take the money and use that money for your health care for your spouse's health care or whatever you need and that's that's what you have to be able to do is is understand that again we focus a lot on the taxation of this because most of us have saved our money in these tax favored vehicles and if you look at that if you had a let's say you have a million dollars saved in your 401k Really, you only have about 700, maybe 750 that you're going to get to use because Uncle Sam's going to take part of that. So we want to make sure we minimize what Uncle Sam gets out of it.
2: Third one on this list is very similar. It's not necessarily that you had to leave your work because somebody got sick. It's you were shown the door. I, I was hoping I was going to work till 65, but at 59, there was the downsizing. I was a part of that. And now what do I do? Companies are focused on profit. And if they can get rid of an employee that they're paying
1: $70,000 a year to and and bring one in that they're paying thirty five dollars or $40,000 a year to, they're going to do that. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, as we get older, usually that when you hit that 56, 57-year-old mark, that's when you become, your knowledge is important to the company, but it also becomes something that, well, we, we'll trade off some of that knowledge to get a little bit more back on the bottom line, so they lay you off, and, and that's something that you don't see coming, but Again, if you've built a plan and hopefully you've done it, you know, ten years out from your retirement, hopefully that'll see you through those those tough times. Yeah,
2: that's the key. I mean, that's why we talk about get with somebody early just in case. Let's let's plan for just in case. So these are the the list of things that retirees said, geez, these are the things that went wrong or things I wish I could have done differently. Here's one. Number four says, I'm earning less in retirement than I thought. I thought I'd get more from Social Security. I thought I'd have more from my four oh one K. I had to adjust. My standard of living,
1: I think that kind of goes back to number one, not just not having a strong knowledge of the financial markets and what's going on, trusting what you're hearing from your co workers or from other people, and not really looking into it yourself. So, I think that you have to really educate yourself on what kind of benefits you're going to get from Social Security if you do have a pension. What does that mean? How am I going to take that pension? To, uh, am I going to be able to provide some for my spouse, or all of it for my spouse, and at what cost? So there's there's a lot of things that you have to look at on understanding exactly what you're going to get. But I can definitely see that, and we've had folks come in here and go through our process that said, "Wow, I thought I was going to get a lot more from mm-hmm. Social Security, and you know now I'm not." So you have to just then you have to make you know it's kind of at the last minute you're making some adjustments that may not be very comfortable.
2: Number five on the list of these retirement killers is we got a divorce. I thought there was going to be two social security incomes. I thought we'd be able to pool our resources. And now all of a sudden you're alone and it's half that. That's not a good day.
1: No, it's not. And, and you know, unfortunately life happens. And this is something that that can happen to you that, that maybe after a a short marriage or maybe have even been a long marriage and that you just realize that you're not with the right person. I don't know how that you can really change that other than, you know, you just want to make sure that if you're on the, both sides of the the equation whether you're the the male or the female you want to make sure that if you've got a plan that you're putting into your own plan that uh-huh. you're you're saving for yourself not only for the the two of you but you're saving for yourself don't i've seen it happen many times and usually this happens to the to the ladies is that she worked and she said well we just we're living off my income and he's putting everything he's got into his 401k that's, to me, that's dangerous. I mean, I know you want, you, you've got to trust your, your spouse, but that's kind of dangerous. You want to put into your own vehicle too. You might be getting a little bit better match or something like that, but you also just, you, you have your own assets at that point.
2: Gotcha. Uh, we're going through this list of retirement killers the people who are in retirement said, this is what I did wrong, or this is what I, I wish I'd done differently. Uh, I, I didn't know enough. Uh, I, I had to step away from work because of health. I was shown the door and I I had to retire early. Uh, I'm earning less now than I expected. Got a divorce. That hurt me. Next one, I made bad investments. Boy, Alan, that, that goes to getting some good advice, doesn't it?
1: It does. And I think that you have to kind of go back and remember, you know, Warren Buffett's number one rule about investing. And number one rule is don't lose money. And you want to make sure that you are at least looking at these opportunities that are put in front of you as you got to be a little bit skeptical of them. So don't, don't just f- fall for the story right out of the gate. And, and, and I, you know, I'm going to pin some of this on the financial service industry. There's some advisors out there that all they're in for is they want to make that next sale and you might be the target. So if you're meeting with somebody You go into one of these dinner seminars and yeah, we do the dinner seminars too and everything, but I want you to understand when you come in, you got to go through a process. And that's what we've developed here is that process to help you understand where you are and not, it's not all about the sale. It's not all about the product. It's about understanding where you are on this, this game of life and, and how are we going to succeed? Number
2: seven on the retirement killer list here is I got hit by major medical bills. And we talked about this last week as well, that the number one cause of bankruptcy among seniors is health events. Something happens, it's a major deal, and it wipes out your savings. It, it changes your lifestyle. This is something you can't see coming, Alan, but can you prepare for it?
1: I think you can prepare for it in a, to a certain degree. You, you have to have the proper insurances. Uh, I had a conversation with my bookkeeper here this last week in the office about making sure that we ha- help our employees have the right type of insurance. And the same thing goes for you. You need to, if your employer is not working with you to to increase your insurances or whatever, find out what you can do to add some, some protection on the backside. I, I know you can spend a lot of money on insurance and you don't want to throw it all out the door on different types of insurance, but you got to make sure that if that worst thing happens, that catastrophic thing happens that you are protected so it doesn't wipe out your retirement savings because this retirement savings is all you've got going into retirement.
2: Number eight on the list, again, is similar to what we've talked about before, overestimating Social Security. And, and Alan, we talk, we're we going to actually drill down on that in our next segment here, talking about a Social Security update. But but knowing when to take it and how to take it is really important, isn't it? It is because, I mean, if you take it early, yeah, you're, you're going to get it for three
1: or four years, more than you would have if you'd taken it at full retirement age, but at what cost you're going to take a 30% cut. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to, you know, you have to figure that into your budget. Can you do that? If you're still working at age 62 and you take your social security, then are you going to give it all back in taxes and penalties to Uncle Sam? So there's definitely some some reasons to have this discussion with your advisory team. And if they're not talking about it, again, that's one of the things that we talk about. We yeah. want to make sure that you know.
2: It's Part of the holistic plan of retirement planning is having a good social security strategy. Last one on the list here is not making long-term plans and Alan, is that bringing up the whole idea of major medical long-term care and that, or just not looking at it the fact that I might live for 30 years? I
1: think that's the it's the latter. I think okay. that people are, are, at least when in our experience when folks are coming in here, I, everyone we talk to, I say, look, we're going to do a, a snapshot and we're going to do a, a a test of your current investment strategy to see if it's going to make it to age 95 or 100. And one of the first things everybody says, well, Alan, I'm not going to live to 95 or 100. Okay. But what if, what Mm -hmm. if you do, do you want to still have income? Do you still want to have money left over? Well, yeah, I want to have money left over. Okay. So let's, let's look at that because we don't have a guarantee on tomorrow, much less the next 20 years, but we want to make sure that if we're here the next 20 years, that we've got a plan for that. And I think that that's what the the problem is. And that's what these retirees have said is the, you know, I, I thought I was going to be gone by age 80 and now I'm 85 and still feel pretty good. And, you know, things are happening and I don't have enough money
2: left. So that's the problem. So I I guess the lesson here is, you know, if you want to know what retirement's like, talk to your grandparents, talk to your parents, ask them, you know, what would you have done differently? If you could have planned a little bit better, what would you have learned from that? And this list really does give you a lot of things that so many people are talking about from losing their job to losing their, their health insurance to all these different things that people talk about. We would love to be able to talk to you about each and every one of these. I bet as we went through that list, there were a couple of you went, yeah, that's me. I'm worried about that one. Give us a call at 253-9366, and we'll sit down and go through your concerns. We call it the Retirement 360 Scorecard. And, Alan, the very first thing on the list is let's just find out where you are right now, right? That's a stress test. It's just actually, yeah, seeing, well, yeah, that's the number one thing is really that current investment strategy. Where are you going to
1: get to with your current plan? Is it going to give you that? But our our process is a three-step process where we actually do a stress test on your portfolio do an income analysis, and then show you what your score is. Are you going to make it to age 95 and still have money left over? That's all
2: complimentary just for being a listener to the show. Give us a call. And here it is. 253-9366. 253-9366. Just call up and say, I'd like that scorecard. I want to find out where I am right now. I want to find out some options for the future. I want to avoid some of these things that we just went through on this list. 253-9366 is our number. All right. So you wonder about Social Security. Is it going to be there for you? They promised you this amount. Are they going to be able to deliver that? We're going to talk about that a little bit coming up next on Retirement 360.
0: When it comes to the stock market, who can figure that out? When it's good news, it goes down. When there's bad news, it goes up. Maybe there's a lesson here. Stop worrying about it. Stop trying to understand it. Develop a plan for it. No matter what the market is doing, my friends at Mercurial Wealth Advisors can help. Their Retirement 360 game plan is designed to answer some big questions. Social Security isn't enough. How do I build more income? What if the market dives? What if I get sick? How do I protect my money? If you are unsure about how or if you're doing everything you can to prepare for your retirement, call Mercurio Wealth Advisors and ask for your complimentary Retirement 360 game plan. Or just call 502-253-9366 today. Ask for your complimentary Retirement 360 game plan. That's 502-253-9366 or go online at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling, toss salads and scrambled eggs.
2: You're saying what in the world is that? Welcome back to Retirement 360. (laughs) And if you remember back to the show, Frazier, that's from Frazier there. Then Kelsey Grammer actually has a birthday this week. He turns 64 and uh, he has something in common with us, Alan. He was also on the radio as as his character was. And you remember, as he did his radio show, he's a little bit of a smartass. Dr. Crane, on
0: line two, we have Stuart, who's having a problem with delayed gratification. Well, he's just going to have
2: to wait. <laughs> <laughs> I, somebody told me that they're redoing that show. And he's, oh, really? He, yeah, that, he's coming back. That was back. always a good show. It was yeah. fun. That was a fun show. And a, and a spinoff of his character in Cheers. I remember that yep. as well. Yep. All right. So one of the things that we don't want to wait for many times is Social Security. A lot of people want to say, hey, it's... I'm 62, I'm going to get it while the getting's good, it's going to run out. What do you say to somebody like that, Alan?
1: Well, you know, I think that you have to, uh, again, I'll go back to my normal fallback, is you got to look at your plan and find out what's the right number for you. I do get it. I mean, you hear a lot of stuff about Social Security, about them possibly running out of money by 2034. And and you, you see these classes where people are talking about, understand all your social security benefits and everything and and they're maybe they're trying to I don't know market something some kind of a product to you or whatever but the challenge is you really this is an asset that you have to really pay attention to it's a it's something that you're you're going to get for the rest of your life hopefully i don't think that there's any doubt that we're going that social security is going to stick around will it be changed probably but you're going to get some kind of benefit out of this i did the numbers and i have to go back and look at my notes but i think my number if i take it at full retirement age over a my life expectancy it's it's over a million dollars or it's right at nine hundred thousand dollars or something like that so it's a big asset it's a significant number, so it's something that you don't want to just willy-nilly say, okay, I'm going to take it just because I can, uh, because that's where you start to getting into trouble, when you start taking it just because you can. Uh, now, is there reasons to take it at age 62? Absolutely. There are reasons that you should go ahead and take it. We go through a whole analysis with you to try to find out what's the optimal age for you to take it. The problem with the one variable in there that we don't know on anybody is when are you going to pass? If you pass away, you know, s- 6 months after you take your first one at age 66, well that was probably the wrong decision to take or make, but but it may have been the best time or best thing for you to make at the time that you made it. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's a tough conversation, but the thing is is that you want to make sure that you're giving it a good review and really thinking through all those scenarios as to why you would want to take it early as opposed to waiting till age 70 or something like that.
2: Now, we hear that a lot of people are depending on Social Security for the vast part of their income in their retirement years. That's not a good thing because the average retirement che- or the average Social Security check is about $1,400. That's just mm-hmm. not enough to live on. So what we want to do is make sure that it's not a huge percent of what you're bringing home. That means more streams of income, doesn't it?
1: It does. And I think that that's, you know, depending on where you are in life, if you're 40 years old, you got some time. If you're 55 or 60 years old, you're running short. So you have to make do on what you have. One of the things that we I thought about earlier in the conversation we were having on one of the other segments was don't get fixated on a number that you're trying to save, but you need to make sure that you have other resources. Social Security Again, it's one of those things that they say that it's going gonna, it's gonna to be challenged over the next several years. And yes, it's going to probably still remain there in some form or fashion. But if you've been a good saver, it could be means tested and you might be out of a portion of it or maybe all of it at some point. Wow. Uh, so you want to make sure that you're you've got some other resources, other sources of income. And I'll go back to that term. I always use reliable, sustainable sources of income, something that's going to be there regardless of what the stock market's doing. You want that income coming
2: in. Makes you crazy that you might be the person who put the most in and then you don't get the benefit from it. You know, it's just, ugh. It definitely <laughs> makes you crazy. I mean, it, you know,
1: it's one of those things that it's not the fair thing, uh, we seem like we're all focused on being fair these days, but what about that? what about the, the guys and the gals that put in, you know, had the maximum salaries and t- had the maximum taken out of their salaries for the social security, but then end up getting cut out of it. I don't know that that's going to happen, but that's, you know, something's going to happen sooner or later with social security. That's why having those other sources of income that you developed, is most critical.
2: You're listening to Retirement 360 with Alan McCurio talking a little bit about social security in this segment. And for those people who are worried about, you know, Social Security will go away, you know, the answer that I have to that one is where does the income, where does the money from Social Security come from? It comes from your paycheck. So as long as people are working there's going to be money coming out for social security. That part doesn't bother me that much. And I know that, you know, these baby boomers that we have, it's a huge part of our population. But the next group that's coming up, the Gen Xers and the millennials, there is a big group of people too. So, Alan, it should be there in some form. So can you sit down with somebody and if they're concerned about it, say, okay, if I retire at 67 and I'm getting this... What happens if in ten years they cut it back to seventy five percent? You could figure that in. It
1: also it actually goes in our, our our retirement game plan, not so much in the scorecard process that we've been talking about here on the show, but when we do a full game plan, which we do for everybody that comes on and starts working with us. That is exactly what we can do. I mean, mm-hmm. we can we can pull it back and say, what if it, they cut it out completely? Or some I've had folks come in and say, Alan, you know, I know I'm getting Social Security, or I feel like I'm going to, but you know, what if? So, can we figure this without any Social Security benefit? Am I going to be okay if I don't get any kind of Social Security? And we can take that completely out of the equation. That way, if you got it coming in to you, or you end up getting the Social Security then it, it's kind of like icing on the cake. You know that you got extra money coming in. But that's what we want to do when we build a plan is really mm-hmm. look at it from the most conservative route. What happens if this goes away or this doesn't perform or whatever? And then that's where we start to say, okay, well, it looks like you're going to be okay. Even if we have maximum inflation and everything else, it looks like you're going to be okay. It gives people a lot, of, a lot of comfort in knowing that they're going to be okay.
2: Social security is income in retirement and income analysis is part of the Retirement 360 scorecard. We'll figure out where the income streams are coming from. How do you maximize those streams? I know that part of you know building a financial plan is to run a social security maximization report, but talk about the, the scorecard here because the social security part of that puzzle is included in that. It is
1: included in there. And here's something that a lot of people don't talk about with this, the social security part of the, the income analysis. If your spouses, two of you are getting your social securities and you're counting on the, both those Social Securities. Well, what happens if one of you pass early? Well, the other one gets the higher of the two, but they don't get to keep both. So that income analysis in our scorecard process really will break that down. Let's say we somebody passes away at 70. Where's that income going to come from after that? How are we going to make that up? So part of the process is a stress test. Find out where your portfolio is uh, vulnerable to market fluctuations like we had in December. That income analysis, where's that income going to come from? What happens if I lose part of my Social Security? Where's that extra income going to be made up from? And then that current investment strategy will show you, are you on track? Is this going to succeed based on what the way you're currently doing it? Maybe we have to tweak it a little bit here or there but it doesn't mean you have to change the whole plan and i think that's something that a lot of people feel like well i got to change everything I mean, that's not the case i mean what might happen is we just tweak this or tweak that and it makes a whole difference in in your success ratio as to getting there so this is complimentary to you folks if you just pick up the phone and call us here at our office we'll set you down with one of our advisors and go through that process with you
2: 253-9366 253-9366 you want to know how long your money is going to last It's 253-9366. Ask us for this scorecard. There was an interesting study that came out from the people at Global Atlantic, and they said, all right, who are the people here who seem to have a lot of money to spend? What do they all have in common? And one of the things that they have in common is they either have a pension or they have an annuity. And that's income, isn't it, Alan? I mean, these are the type of things that you help people build.
1: It is. And I, and I made that comment earlier that I think pensions are out because it's not that they're, they're out of favor. They're just they're not there anymore. So you got to do something to create that income. So a lot of people have turned to these creatures called annuities and use that to, to create that income. I've never met a a retired couple yet that had too much income. And so the thing is, is we want to build as much income as we can into your portfolio, whether it's an annuity or whether it's just an income driven portfolio, but making sure that you have that income coming in so that you can live the life that you wanted to in retirement.
2: Social security, that's going to be income. Do you have a pension? Well, maybe you don't. Well, what do we do in place of that? Is it savings? Is it, as Alan has said, building dividend paying stocks or annuities or rental property or municipal bonds? What is it that's going to power? your retirement do you know let's help you do that give us a call and ask for that retirement 360 scorecard it's 253-9366 253-9366 go to our website as well Louisville's Coach.com. we have a couple of dinner workshops coming up in the first part of march the 5th and the 7th. Great dinner at Ruth Chris. And you can find out about the new tax laws and you can t- find out more about building a financial plan. And you can find out more about that at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Ellen, I'll give you the last word for today.
1: Last word is just kind of goes back to what we said earlier, folks. Most people feel like the number one failure they made before they retired was not being educated enough about their financial situation and I think that's the thing that we offer here so give us a call we'd love to sit down with you and help you get started on that educational process
0: you've been listening to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio to get your free Retirement 360 game plan call now 253-9366 that's 253-9366 look us up today at Louisville's louisvillesretirementcoach.com
2: By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions on how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Donald Allen Mercurio and Troy Bolton are investment advisor representatives of Mercurio Wealth Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Mercurial Wealth Advisors is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance licensed in Kentucky.